welcome to the Evidence-Based Parenting Podcast. My name is Danushi and I'm a mum, psychologist and founder of Fuller Moments. Join me each week as I dive into a different parenting topic or dilemma and present you with the evidence to help you and me make informed parenting decisions. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the podcast. So this is a bonus episode because typically our podcast episodes look at a parenting dilemma, choice or decision from an evidence-based or expert perspective to help you feel empowered and confident making your parenting decisions. So this one's a little different because it is quite niche down and I'm just sharing my experiences to hopefully help you plan your trip to Sri Lanka. So the reason I'm doing this episode is because we recently booked a trip to Fiji and I've basically been devouring anything I can find podcasts YouTube Instagram TikToks around traveling to Fiji specifically where we're going with kids and I want more content and I want helpful like step by step what people did so that's why I'm creating this in hopes that maybe it'll help someone else that are planning their trip to Sri Lanka with kids so my cultural heritage is Sri Lankan so even though I was born in Australia we often went to Sri Lanka during my childhood and so every about three to four years and in my 20s it really ramped up to every year or two. So I was really excited to show my daughter Addison who was one and a half at the time essentially my second home. So she like I said she was one and a half and we did this trip in mid 2022. So definitely when traveling was becoming a new thing again post-COVID world. So at the time, there was no direct flights from Sydney to Colombo. So we flew with Malaysian Airlines with a stopover in Kuala Lumpur. So obviously, the direct flight is probably a game changer. And I'm keen to do that one time. But if you do need a stopover, I'm really glad that we did a 24-hour stopover in Kuala Lumpur on the way there because it gave us the opportunity to stop, take a break, get a bit more refreshed before we continued on our journey. So we booked a hotel right near the airport. We booked Moven Pick, and that was a great choice because it meant we flew in quite late, but it was a quick trip to the hotel to check in, and then we all got a full night's sleep before waking up refreshed, and that was such a game changer. Obviously, if you've never been to Kuala Lumpur before, you are sacrificing being in the city close to the heart of everything, but for us, we just wanted to cut that travel time, and we'd been to Kuala Lumpur before, and if it's just one day, we were happy to take that sacrifice. If you're also having willing to make that same decision, I would really recommend the moment pick. It was kind of made for being in the hotel the whole time, essentially, because we yeah, were able to entertain ourselves. We woke up, had their delicious buffet, and we still got that touristy element because they had a lot of local dishes, so that was great that we got to still have Malaysian food. They have a pool there, and we discovered this concept called a kids club. Obviously, having never traveled with kids before, it was not something that was on our radar, so we would never have noticed it before, but what a great concept. It's just a spot in a hotel that's set up essentially for kids. Some of them run activities. This one just had, I think, again, because we we're post-COVID, they didn't have a full schedule. But, yeah, it was just a space that you could go and there was like an inflatable jumping castle and there were little basketball things and little cards and it was just a great way that she could play and we could kind of sit and chill while she almost entertained herself because everything was so novel and new. And there's also a pool in the hotel, so we got to enjoy a swim Right next door is a mosque, so we did do a walk around the mosque that morning, and there is also a big shopping centre, so we did a walk around that shopping centre, we had lunch there, and it was really cute because we got to see Addison experiencing a new country for the first time and all these new experiences, and a catchphrase of the day really became, wow, which was really cute. 
Um, and the really cool thing about Mervyn Peak is they do what is called a chocolate happy hour. So I love chocolate and I was actually pregnant with my second child at the time. So I couldn't drink anyway. So it was definitely my kind of happy hour. So it's essentially an hour where they have free mini chocolate buffet. So it's all these chocolate desserts and drinks. Really awesome. So check that out as well. And then we had a nighttime flight to Colombo. So most flights I find to Sri Lanka do arrive and leave around that 11 p.m. midnight mark, which is late. But it did mean when we got settled, when we got home, she did just have a full night's sleep. So like I said, um, I am of Sri Lanka background, so we have a lot of family over there. So we did stay with family in a town called Nugagoda, which is a little bit far from the um, airport. So if you can stay close up, that is ideal. But really the plan for the first couple of days similar to our goal in Kuala Lumpur, was just to ease her back into the routine with the new time changes and with the new temperature change because we're going from winter to hot. And I'd really recommend that just because you're not just jumping straight into activity and tiring them out, you're giving them an opportunity to rest from the journey and to recover into this new time zone. And it also just releases any pressure from you as well to get things done and to get moving and, yeah, so you get to relax as well. And this was a little bonus because I ended up eating something, I guess, in Malaysia that made me sick for the first 24 hours in Colombo. I was throwing up basically every hour or so. So going out was not really an option for me. Um, But yes, thankfully it was only a 24-hour bug and I was good to go the next day. So I think we did two nights in Colombo and then we traveled down to Gaul. So Gaul is a seaside Um, town and my family actually live in Fort, which is such a privilege because it is a very beautiful and touristy spot. And I'd really recommend staying there as well because you can just walk to heaps of cafes and restaurants and it's by the water and it's uh, like a Dutch fort. So it's beautiful just to walk around as well. So we stayed there for one night really before really beginning our holiday. So we had booked, I think it was four or five nights at Marriott Bay at Wellingama. And the reason for this is because we wanted just some uh, immediate family time and getting to do more touristy things. So we chose Wellingama because I hadn't been there before. It was We wanted something that was like by the beach and to get that kind of beachside holiday. And this hotel was perfect for it because literally on the beach, our view from our room was just the ocean. It was stunning. And it is very kid-friendly. So they set up a porticot for us and yeah, every time we were out and about in the hotel, they're always willing to help us. They had this beautiful, so we actually got it all inclusive. So we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner included in our package, only because we just didn't want to make decisions and we didn't have to go and try and find things that were safe for us or to eat. And also the hotel's food in Sri Lanka are so amazing. Their buffets are just epic and it gives you the opportunity to sample all the different local cuisines. So I definitely recommend that. It did mean also that we just get up and there's lots of breakfast options for Addison. We just did like cereals, there was toast, there's different fruits. She loved the watermelon over there. So we were able to have like fresh, healthy things that we knew were clean. They did also have a kids club. Um, because she was so little, we did have to supervise her, but that was fine. Again, the novelty of her being able to play with the different toys and the different things that were set up there was a lady that always kind of manned it and sometimes she would lead people in craft and there'd be a few other kids there again I think because it was right after COVID when travel was picking up it wasn't too busy so it'd often only be at the most two other kids there but yeah still a nice opportunity we tried to inquire if there was babysitters or nannying 
just to get an idea, I think it got lost in translation. So it, we, we'd always just tag team or we'd both be there with her, which was, again, pretty chill for us. Like one of us would just go down while the other got to explore the hotel on their own or the area on their own. Um, if you are able to tag team with a co-parent or a family member or you are able to use the nanny service there, I'd recommend getting a spa treatment at Good Spa. It is a beautiful spa by the lake and it's kind of like they incorporate the outdoors into their spa. So you're waiting in the, um, the area beforehand, which is right by the lake, and then you can hear the trees as you get your massage. And yeah, just a beautiful way to relax and have an, just you time. But it's close enough to the hotel that you can just duck in and out within like two hours or an hour and a half. So recommend that. In terms of what to do with kids, honestly, we didn't find there was a lot on um we i think took a tuk-tuk ride which was her first tuk-tuk ride to a local temple and yeah we'd walk around but yeah mostly we were just at the hotel which was kind of our goal to just relax and enjoy each other's company but also get times where we could tag team when she napped to go out and do our own thing um yeah so just a lot of pool time walking by the beach walking around the time the town sorry um so i can't remember i mentioned but the purpose of our trip was because my cousin was getting married and Addison was actually the flower girl. So when we returned to Gaul, that was kind of the main stuff. It was just um, the wedding things. But like I said, Gaul Fort is pretty family friendly because it all is in the fort. So you can just walk around quite easily. At one point we did a drive out to one of the turtle rescue sanctuaries. So it was really cute. We got to see the baby turtles and the turtles that have been rescued from like being injured from fishing accidents and things like that. But it gave Addison the opportunity to see turtles up close and personal and all the different types and the baby turtles, which was a new activity for her. And just in Gore Fort, the other thing she loved was at the time there was all these peacocks everywhere. So I don't know if that's still the case, but she loved being able to spot the peacocks and occasionally there'd be monkeys as well. So we'd just be able to be like, oh, there's monkeys outside. So she'd go and see those or the peacocks. Um, and yeah, lots of restaurants and cafes so we'd often just walk down and go get lunch somewhere or get a little snack somewhere and I think she just enjoyed all that novelty as well and because everything was walking distance it was a quick travel time back to where we were staying which meant we weren't wasting the wake window with travel or exhausting it too much with travel so that would probably be my recommendation as well if you're wanting to do things making sure you're staying close to where the things are that you want to do we then also did one night in two days one night in Tangor so again another seaside town and the reason we stayed here because we found a really unique accommodation so the place that we stayed at is called the box house and it is a accommodation a house that's built with of shipping containers so we went with a few different families so I think there was three families in total and there's a pool there and there's people on site that can cook what you request so you just buy the ingredients and they can cook it up for you but again, it was just nice and relaxing to be able to stay in this cool concept house and, yes, enjoy the pool. And Addison, again, just enjoyed that novel to be of somewhere new. And, of course, the pool was awesome for her. And then the beach is kind of a five to ten minute walk from there. We then headed back to Colombo. So we had another wedding event that was at the Hilton in Colombo. And we ended up staying there that night. And, again, we got to reap the benefits of being in the city and being able to walk to places that we wanted to check out. So we again enjoyed the buffet breakfast and then got to walk around um, the city and check out the parliament and things like that. Um, and again for her, because she was at that age, I think it was just exciting to see new things and interact with people. 
So yeah, that was kind of our trip. And then, so you can see it was a little bit different. I talk about this in the podcast episode of traveling with kids. You're just coming in with a different perspective. If you're normally used to that jam-packed, um, tourist-filled, every moment is filled holiday, probably won't be able to get that with kids that are one and a half at least because they are needing breaks and rest and you don't want to overtire them. But the great thing is they do find a lot of like more simple things exciting. So it is exciting to go somewhere new. It's exciting to check in at a hotel and check out the room. So that is the benefit, I guess, of that age and getting to see them interact with the people that they encounter is really cute as well. But if you have any specific questions about traveling to Sri Lanka, like I said, I've been there several times. So I've only just covered this specific trip. But if you have any questions, please reach out at Evidence Based Parenting Podcast and I'll be happy to answer any questions there. But hopefully you found this episode helpful. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This is a Fuller Moments resource. Fuller Moments aims to provide you with the tools and resources to help you reflect, grow, and thrive. Check out fullermoments.com for more information. And if you want more information about this podcast, join us over at Instagram at Evidence Based Parenting Podcast. See you there.